change within yourself, it's not going to get better. This might not apply to everybody, but if you feel like you're rock bottom, okay, and you're hoping for a better day, but you literally are doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results, that's a definition of insanity. You are provided with a choice every day. You are provided with multiple choices throughout the entire day. Take that choice, make that change. You've identified a problem. You're saying you're rock bottom. Got it, you're there now. There's only one way and it's up. So change your mindset, use that choice and go a freaking different direction. Love y'all, Faceman VTT out. Day three of retirement. As an infantryman, I was asked if I could clean the sink. So let's look at this. Definitely some kind of grime on there. And I open up the cabinet. What do I use? Nothing comes to mind. Like my experience is my skill set. Nothing. Wait a minute. Everyone knows this is how you clean everything. Infantry retired. Just take a second. Would you like a military discount? Uh, oh, do you offer one? Uh, oh, it's the cap of the please. day. <laughs> CC's Pizza is the county fair of restaurants. You go in there, you look around, you feel a little bit better about yourself, then you realize that you're in there too. Tell me I'm wrong. Well, let's be honest. You know, not everybody's made for this life. It's scary. You know, you gotta jump out of a plane while it's moving. That's not natural. It's high, it's, it's fucking wet outside sometimes. It's snowy, it's hot, it's dry, it's shitty. Who the fuck would want to be airborne? Best job, fucking, best job I ever had. This is the Veteran Trash Talk Hour, hosted by Nick, Dave, and Buddy. Real warriors making fun of other real warriors. Try to not get triggered. <laughs> Chris, you on? keep fucking it, it up. Chris. What God are you doing, it, Chris? What are you doing? We got a marine on. You're supposed to look better. Well, you know, of course it's fixed. All right. God, Welcome to episode go? 127, everybody. Special guest today off. is Ronnie and Rick from US Patriot Sailing. And today I'm joined by Buddy and Nick. What's Where up, buddy? Go? I don't know. Where did Buddy go? Buddy, you're alive. I had to is turn it? my mic or my camera on and back. What is Chris doing? What is nobody knows what Chris is doing? Did, so he can't even talk to us anymore. He has to chat in the thread. We got this I, new technology. Nobody knows. Felt what like I was doing. like in the Matrix first, like in it, like actually <laughs> living in the Matrix for a second. Started seeing stuff and double it was insane. Yeah, nice. How's everybody doing today? Good. Oh. I mean, I'm, like not, I said, I'm in Nebraska, man. I didn't know how many days it took to be sick in Nebraska, but six works. So yeah, <laughs> you only got a couple more days, Nick. Wednesday, yeah. right? Yeah, Wednesday. You know, at least I'm training all the nasty girls in suicide intervention, so that's at least somewhat worth it, I guess. That's important. It's important. Yeah. Well, so we um, be, we go ahead, buddy. Of the Atlantic Ocean. Chill yeah, on. yeah, that, like that guy. We're gonna we're gonna get yeah. to our guest too. Here. I mean, that's just solid, a badass. I see solid flex there. Guess that, 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 that is Absolutely a solid. Flex. Really is <laughs> only <laughs> only slightly more solid than uh, than Rick showing that he's shopping at REI like some kind of pompous outdoorsman. <laughs> no sound on Rick's end. No uh -oh. sound on Rick's end. Okay. I don't know what happened. We'll I'm have sure Rick figure it out. Yeah, Rick, you'll figure it out. Then we can just Rick. talk shit about him until he gets sound. He can't defend himself. Yeah. Look, look at his stupid face. Yeah, Rick's face is dumb. Yeah. yeah. Like, look at the size of those ears. I don't, yeah, know, I don't, I don't think he can. Who I don't think he can hear. 19, 1997 called. They want their visor back, Rick. What are you doing? Yeah. 
I don't know if you can see your uh, typing, Chris. So uh, I'll text him. Yeah. Tell him to turn his uh, camera off and back on. It'll it'll work. Yeah. That's what I had to do. Well, yeah, because whatever Chris did in the fucking Matrix screwed everybody up except somebody with a computer. I don't yeah. know. Maybe. Anyhow, we are going to kickstart the dumpster fire with yet another conspiracy. And now we have this awesome program. So Chris ha actually has a video that he can play. And then uh, we're going to discuss it. I don't know. It's Maybe it's just my TikTok algorithm because I'm always looking into this crazy shit. But have you guys heard about the, sh the fucking apparent UFO, UAP that landed in Vegas like a couple weeks ago? Has anybody heard about that? I just saw something you posted on it. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, I saw. I see one head shaking. Yes, yeah. So do they um, get to do they get to go to the casinos? Is that allowed? I, I mean, who knows? Who knows? Maybe that's I, why um, they're there. They're illegal. It's, it's yeah. kind of crazy because I called my buddy Charlie too, and he's like, "Yeah, bro, everybody's talking about it because he's in Vegas." And then it was on the news, and Chris is going to play this video, and then uh, we're going to discuss it real quick, and we're going to get to the bottom of this because um, it's some serious business, man. It's, it's pretty intense. So everybody will be talking about. Thanks for joining us here at six o'clock. I'm Denise Valdez. I'm Brian Loftus. A family says something crashed into their backyard, prompting them to call nine one one, saying they saw creatures right. walking around. Our eight news now investigators digging into this for weeks now, and tonight our David Charns with the video you will only see on 8 News Now. David? Brad Denise, sources telling the 8 News Now investigators that several agencies believe something landed or crashed. Whether it was non-humans or not, it certainly scared the people living on this property. Now, before we show you that video, listen to their call for help. There's like an 8-foot person uh -oh. beside it. Yes. And another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Okay, where is this on your property? Uh, in my backyard. I swear to God, this is not a joke. This is actually we so terrified of it. So there's two people or two subjects that are in your backyard? Correct, and they're very large. They're okay. like eight foot. Nine feet, ten foot, I don't know. They look, like, they look like aliens to us. Big eyes, they have big eyes. Okay. Like, like, I can't explain it. And big mouth. They're shiny eyes and... And they're not human. They're 100% they're not human. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, the ADU is now investigators obtaining video as officers okay. then responded to the call you just heard. You'll see the officers also saw something in the sky that night, but the big question is, what was it, and is it all connected? It's almost midnight on May 1st when a Las Vegas Metro Police officer's body cam catches this, something flashing oh, low in the sky. 911 emergency. Minutes later. There's, a, there's like an eight-foot person beside it, and another one's inside, and it has big eyes and looking at us, and it's still there. Someone calls 911, reporting two large figures in their backyard. Oh, no, I'm still nervous right now. The 8 News Now investigators obtaining another officer's video as he's sent to the Northwest Valley home. I have butterflies, bro. Everyone thought a shooting star. Then these people say there's aliens in their backyard. By now, it's more than an hour after that bright light. Officers meeting up with the caller and his family. What'd you see? It was like a... It was like a big creature. A big creature? Yeah, like a long testing top. I'm not going to BS you guys. One of my partners said they saw something fall out of the sky too, so that's yes. why I'm kind of curious. Did you see anything land in your backyard? Or? They see like a big, that's what they say. They see like a big, uh, like a big something with light. What I saw right now, I do believe in it. Police walk into the backyard to investigate, but Metro blacked out that part of the video because it's considered private property. What's what? Clear? They're taking oh, this call seriously. Yeah, right. Hey, this might sound like a really dumb question. This is the most did you guys see anything fall out of the sky? Asking others what they <laughs> saw. Uh, I would normally discount it as nothing. However, um, seeing as one of my partners said they saw it too, only reason I'm actually investigating it further. That investigation turning up no concrete answers as of Wednesday. Whatever or whoever fell into that yard, long gone within minutes. Oh, hey. If those, if, those, if those nine foot beings come back, don't call us, all right? Deal with it yourself. That, I ain't dealing with that. <laughs>
So yeah, this is quite weird, Brian was saying during as we're watching this story. Now we've been in, been in contact with the family in that video, and as you heard in that 911 call, they seem very reasonable mm -hmm. and honestly quite scared as you heard them in the call. No, um, it, they don't seem impaired in any way. And whatever crashed by the time the police got there was gone, but sources say that there's really no dispute. Something was in their yard exactly what? We do not know. I mean, it's so interesting. So, like, the metro officers see something, the neighbors see something. I mean, so what could it be? Well, we know that there are obviously a lot of military bases around this area. Uh, George Knapp covers a lot of that stuff for us on the 80s Now Investigators. We're showing you drone video from above that area. And we know, of course, Creech not far away, Nellis Air Force Base not far. I checked in with them. They say they are not involved at all, and we are waiting to hear from the Pentagon as well. Hmm. And you talk to these people, it seemed completely legitimate to you, and, and do you have any personal thoughts on maybe what it was? Right, so it seems from talking to our sources that something happened. There was obviously some flash in the sky. A lot of people saw it that night on uh, the night of April 30th, early in the morning on May 1st. Did that exact thing land in their yard? I don't know. But these people said they saw some SUV circling the area. Could this, have, could this have been some piece of equipment that malfunctioned? Maybe they saw something and then someone came. I can't believe we're talking about this. <laughs> right. Someone came and Picked retrieved it, it from the backyard <laughs> right. in the SUV. We don't know. This all comes as uh, a former high-level intelligence officer, an air a veteran, was on News Nation talking about how there is a program where the government collects some unidentified objects. So this might be that. We just don't know. We're going to work to find and, out, though, And Brian no Dave. substances. They were looking no with clear eyes. Oh, much Very like this, not this being story. Buggy no eyes, substance. Though, no substance <laughs> really Thank substance. you, David. All right. Dave, well, I would hey. like to request a refund on about five minutes of my life. Five minutes of our life. Look, you're yeah. welcome, buddy. And you'll get that refund shortly uh, when you get to uh, discuss what, what your take is. So my take, obviously, I'm a big UAP, UFO buff, and I love that stuff, and aliens. I don't know. There's a, let me just point out that there's a couple weird things about this. First of all, everybody, a lot of people saw it, right? There was a light, whether, whether it was a meteor, people did see it. Like, the police saw it, and then a 911 call came in, because I've looked into this a lot further. 911 call came in, like, shortly after. And then, supposedly, alien beings. Like, what gets me the most is, like, the blacked-out cameras like when you see high-speed chases and cops jumping over backyard fences and shit that shit's never blacked out for the backyard's privacy or safety so like something definitely was going on in that backyard something whether i don't know i don't know if there was fucking two goddamn nine foot aliens in there but i feel like something was something happened so i am 80 percent yes ufo 100 percent like happened I'm not too sure about the aliens, but why did we black it out? To me, that's the weirdest thing ever. Like, that just doesn't make sense. Um, so I'll say 80% yes, UFOs, and then the black vans that apparently appeared, and, you know, maybe it was the men in black or something, and they immediately confiscated everything. 80% yes, UFO crash, 20% on, like, definitely, you know, maybe aliens, but I, UFO 100%, aliens, no. I'm a little iffy on the aliens maybe it was a chupacabra or something you know but um mike or yeah ronnie what's what, what's your take mike who the fuck is mike yeah i don't know rick yeah, ronnie rick. you're up oh, oh man i I'm, I'm sorry i couldn't i couldn't even like see or hear the clip i i oh you're so lucky you're so lucky yeah. <laughs> like, no, I, I i heard a little bit of batted on rogan though and it's just like yeah i i I don't know enough about it to really have a super strong opinion, though. But do you believe in aliens? Do you You're believe out in aliens all the time? Yeah. Do, you, do aliens ever come fuck with you? Yeah, on the boat. That's what I was gonna ask. Uh -huh. Yeah, with the peanut butter. Yeah, nothing <laughs> fucked with me personally, but I mean, there's got to be something else out there. There's like a billion other galaxies, man. There's got to be something else out there. It's got to be. There's just it's it's a it's a numbers game. You look at all the things that require are required prerequisites for life, and there's those have to exist in other galaxies and other parts of the universe. Fair enough. I was hoping that you're going to tell us you've seen some UFOs or UAPs yeah. like fly out of the water and then like fly back into the uh, in the water. I, well, I have seen one. I, I I saw one thing in Hawaii that I absolutely could not I could not uh, justify what it was, and I just oh, I guess it, it had to be military something. But I was like offshore of Oahu, and I saw just 
a crazy thing. This was a few years ago. I had a buddy with me too, but uh, it had to be military something. I don't know what the fuck it was. Mm. You no, got not. more to that story? Are we gonna tell? <laughs> no, I mean, just like, he can't talk that. about it. He can't talk about it, buddy. Something that was just very, very, very unexplained. Like I have seen one thing where I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And it looked was like it? everything that you would imagine an alien was, like a flying oh, saucer no. kind of thing that like came in, hovered for a minute, and then literally just disappeared. Fucking took off uh, right, right off of Oahu. Uh, so I mean, there's so much military there. I was like, "It's got to be something military that I don't even know about," but. Good yeah, deal. Good never, take. Never saw yeah. a flying saucer in Hawaii for three years. Yeah. So Rick, yeah, Rick over here is shaking his head. I think it's because he's scared. Man, that's wild. I mean, I definitely <laughs> believe that. I definitely believe that. One, there's got to be aliens out there. I'll try to get my Captain Kirk on. Okay. What's your take? What's your take? I, man, the, man, videos are dumb. I don't know. <laughs> I got. I got. I believe more of Ronnie's story than I do anything that gets reported on like mm -hmm. via tv even the video seems iffy i ronnie's story those are the ones where i'm like yep that's belief yeah i believe that guy so definitely that happened maybe i'm gullible yeah it's <laughs> so a crazy time we live in. Gullible. I, it's a crazy time we live in i bring this up all the time because i've been like really fascinated with that whole you know ufo uap thing for years and back then you talk about it maybe call you crazy but now the news is reporting on it where you're like ah Maybe it's not accurate because they're, they're going to drop it, it you know? like 2025 yeah. is the new season. That's when they're going to drop aliens being real. I guarantee it. Yeah. Project Bluebeam. That's a whole nother discussion. <laughs> but OK, so you're uh, the, the new story. Absolutely bogus. Nothing happened. But you definitely believe Ronnie's story of what he saw in the ocean. Fair take. All right. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> Buddy, what's your take? So much. So much. First of all, that was the dumbest news report I've ever seen. That was like, we're totally going to just not say anything that happened, period. If you don't know anything, why are you talking about it? If you don't know something, why are we? They, whatever. My other problem with that whole story. First of all, the reason that they blacked out the camera was because there was no crime committed. So they right to uh, record some of the private property. Have you watched Cops, bro? No. Yeah, because is, there's a crime oh, There's always a oh crime being God. suspected and or being committed. That's the difference. Anyway, whatever. No, I disagree it's, with that. You're right. Yeah, you're right. They're <laughs> citizens. They, they don't have their driver's license or insurance or nothing either. Whatever. Anyway, that's just a minor part. Second part. I don't know about you guys, but if I look out my back door and there's nine foot, ten foot tall beings out there, one of two things is going to happen. I'm pulling out my camera. The, I'm not yeah. going to call the police and be like, yeah, man, there's like some 10-foot guys out back. The fear they were talking about in their voice, I didn't hear fear. I heard, yeah, like some 10-foot, like an NBA team just pulled up. I don't really know what's going on. A, there would have been shooting and screaming. Or B, I would have tried to go make friends with them and get like some kind of blindside situation going on. We're like, I get one into football, <laughs> one into basketball. I got you some like disability act. Like you can't, you can't. They're, they're just they're illegal aliens. You leave them alone. They have rights. Blah blah blah. Free medical care for them. I had it hooked up. Blind side. I, I have a spare room. I would have made so much money off. They they probably got superpowers. You never even know. But that's one of those two things. Who's still in the chat says check the crotch first before you do that? We gotta do that to humans. We gotta do that to humans now. I don't care. They're probably asexually. They just they breed by puking. There's a and then there's another NBA star or football star. No, don't ruin that. Like I said, that's just money making. Um, let's see. Oh, there was buddy. There was one thing with the backyard footage. They don't have that either. And they had cameras in their backyard, but that footage is gone. Okay, I mean they could have been they could have been making math back there. You don't know. Maybe they shouldn't want it out. Anywho, aliens. Yeah, hundred percent believe that they're aliens. This story, on its face, no, I don't even get it. I don't understand. You saw you saw a meteorite, and then. Somebody else probably saw it, and they're like, "Let's call and say that there's ten foot people in the back. There's no damage from a crash. There's no like everything's in its proper space. Like we didn't 
no air dissipated when this aircraft plummeted to Earth. Done. Okay. Cool, cool, cool. Well, that we know this. of. That we know of. I don't believe this story. Aliens, yes, this story. On the on the bullshit meter, it's like pegged out. Like, pegged out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Would yeah, it be yeah. the other way? Well, I guess you're reversed. So yeah, to your right. Yep, you're good. <laughs> anyway. Nick, Nick, what's your take? Yeah, uh, you know, just like you know, acknowledging some of the people on the on the, on the chat saying hi. Uh, I think uh, Ed Roller is an alien because first he said he's watching from Portsmouth, Virginia, and then he says from Arkansas. Uh-oh. So Ed. You're right. probably the guy who sees nine foot people because you don't even know where you are, and I want to smoke what <laughs> and I want to smoke what you're smoking. Uh, and then oh, we got you know you know who stole from Germany, so that's nice. What's up, man? And then uh, you know my the homeless veteran that I had on the fight show yesterday uh, on Friday, he's watching uh, old Kelly Ramirez. Um, yeah, I'm gonna I want to I want to dig a little in this a little bit more, and I want to see what the ratings of that news station are. Like, are they, you know, are they, Ron Bur- <laughs> are, are they Ron Burgundy number one or are they, you know, um, what's his name? Who is, who's the second place guy in that one? Um, but yeah, who, who's the tall guy? It's a funny man that is in, a, in that movie, but whatever. So are they like third place, fourth place on the evening news? And they, now they're just going for a stretch. Uh, but definitely, definitely looked like a meteor. Don't think it was an alien. Uh, so I, I think that these other people had a chance to, uh, yeah. Was it ratings week? Was it sweep? Sweep? Yeah. I mean, was it in capitalize off that and turn it into a big story? Yeah. You know, yeah, they maybe, yeah. turn it into any story. They t- yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm like, that's what I said. It's not even a story. And then, so maybe like, I like buddy, you know, when buddy talks about it a couple of shows ago, or, you know, he could probably beat up an alien, you know? And it's like, I think I could beat up an alien. So those wow. are the small grays. These were eight to ten feet tall. Yeah, but maybe you know, but maybe they're not very yeah, coordinated. Yeah, eight to ten feet. You know, like, not being able, so, not used to Earth's gravity. Kick yeah. right your stupid gelatin knee. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. My bet's on the. I'm gonna say this is. Uh, I'm gonna say this Sorry. is BS. I, I'm gonna think. Uh, I'm gonna say it's a meteor that went by, and uh, and then that these guys just wanted to become like TikTok famous real quick and mm-hmm. uh, say that say that it was an alien. I'm going with that because. Oh, crazy. But, Good. All right. I can just uh, transition right into the book of Earl. And it's a short one, uh, thankfully, because we wasted 17 minutes of our life watching whatever that <laughs> shit was. Uh, You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. You're welcome. But I, I do want to say, uh, for those of you watching for the first time, uh, you know, Dave, Buddy, and I all grew up in the 82nd together. Buddy was like a grandpa when we got there. And then Rick was one of our bastard children that we inherited later on. He came in a little late. So uh, it's good to see Rick again uh, and have him on the show. And he's actually how we got our guest. But the book of Earl, I, I just, you know, this this comes in from, uh, you know, this is one of the beatitudes, all right, of the book of Earl, how, how you're supposed to act as a human being. And let me, you know, let me lay the lay the ground frame really here. There's certain people that should never reproduce. All right, they 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 should not be allowed to. Um, you should you should like get a license, you know, or like just you know, like a drive like a driver's license. Like it should get revoked. And I'm talking to you, right? You, the person that walks their dog, and their dog takes a shit on the sidewalk, and you don't pick it up. Okay. You are the downfall of society. Okay. You are the reason why the greatest country ever started by man. And I don't care if you're a socialist because you suck, but like, no, America is the greatest government ever formed by man. And it's going to fall because of people who don't pick up their dog shit. Now, I want you, I want you to look at it this way. Like, I walk a dog, you know, and, and when it shits on the, in the sidewalk, I don't want to pick it up. Buddy will kick your dog if he sees it. Right. It's not, yeah. it's not, it's I mean, not, it's not, you're not wrong. Yeah, it's, it's not something I want to do. Okay. But I'm it's a, something I, 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 I have feel to like do my it. dog is also judging me when I'm picking up his shit and he's looking at me like, yeah, pick my shit up. Yeah. Just like, paying attention right now. Just right paying attention. <laughs> now, like, because it doesn't, it's not, like, it's not something I want to do. I don't want to pick up shit, but I decided to have a dog. Okay, the dog can't control itself, right? Like it's like it's walking, it's having a good time. Like, oh, here we go. You know, 100% it's not the like, owner's fault. Yeah, it's hundred percent the owner's fault. And I, did I talk about on the show with the dog? The lady's dog pissed on my daughter's school bag. Did I say that on the show? I forget. But mm. like, like then you got a lady who's in she, her dog. Her dog pisses on my daughter's school bag before the, she gets on the bus, and she goes sorry, and then walks away. No, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. It's not sorry. It's 
it's it's hey can i clean that for you or two how much does that cost i'll just buy you another one yep. okay because that that's that's, that's the american supposed way. to sit that's that's too, that's that the human way and it would be okay after that like yeah. shit happens exactly. happen, so, you know so now i now i have a rivalry with this 80 year old woman in my neighborhood <laughs> right and I, and I and I'm walking around and I saw her the other day and her dog started barking at me. So you know the big girl. I go, what's the matter? No bags to pee on today, you know. And I, you know, because now, <laughs> now we don't like it. But I, but here's here where it, here's where it comes to, to the book of work. Thou shalt do the right thing to not destroy someone else's day. All right. So when you don't pick up that shit, it might seem harmless. Like, you know what? Hey, it's going to get old. Flies are going to eat it. It's going to go away. You know, and let's just say you got somebody who's having a, maybe he's ha they're having a real bad day. Maybe someone like, or maybe even a real good day. It could be on any spectrum. Like they could be having the best day of their life. And they're looking up in the sky because they're looking for gangs, fucking aliens or whatever. Like, you know, they're, they're looking up and they're like, oh, what a beautiful morning. What a, this is just so great. And oh, oh, look what you just stepped in. All right. Now, now, now their whole fucking day is ruined. Okay, you got to be a resilient motherfucker to not be so pissed when you step in shit. Like, like there, I don't. You have to be like the Dalai Lama, not the one that touches kids, but the ones before that, were never oh. right? Like, you got to be the Dalai Lama that, <laughs> if you're able to get over that, right? Like, like, I mean, when I, when I, when I, when I like, hey, you got it now. You got. Are we still on air? I think we are. <laughs> so, yeah. But you gotta, I mean, I step in shit in my backyard where I know I have a dog while I'm actually looking for shit. And it still makes me mad, you know, and like, I'm actually looking for it, you know, and it's like, if I, oh, that's just, yeah, whatever. Like you don't, you should be allowed to breed. Um, it's just like people who drive in the left lane and don't pass anybody and have a, like, you, you're not allowed to have, you're not allowed to have kids. Like, <laughs> like take it. Bobby away. Lee says throat punch an 80 year old. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, I mean, if it was a guy, maybe, but uh, I'm not hitting a woman, Bobby. All right. Uh, so, but I did tell my daughters if that dog ever comes near your school bag and you kick the shit out of it. All right. So, so yeah. What type? What type of dog is it? They're just little shithead dogs. You know, the oh. dogs that you shouldn't be allowed to have either. Like those. Okay. Just making sure you're not telling your daughter like kick a pit bull or something. Well, yeah, that'd be bad. Um, I mean, she'll learn though. Or a larger dog. So I, I was gonna, I was gonna introduce the guest, but I, he might have fell in the water um not not sure where he went uh but hey i can hear he's you. probably trying to download the uh the news story that dave pulled up again to yeah. Just yeah sure he didn't miss something uh, yeah i don't know what's wrong with my video feed here is there any way to like you want me to try to like restart this for yeah, a second we can hear you we can hear you good yeah i don't know all right so, well you He's on. He's on. He's on what's called the Starlink, and uh, we actually, uh, we and then we can put up some pictures of him. That way, we can just see his face. That's the, that's our guest. That's Ronnie. Okay. Shout out to Elon Musk, on the Starlink. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, Ronnie, he sails around the world, uh, and he's gonna do a race. And he's a he's a Marine veteran, uh, and he is personally responsible for the fall of Fallujah, uh, and then the the eighty second. The 82nd had to come bail him out again, uh, and then he got so mad at the marine at the Marines that he decided to swap over and be a sailor, and that's what he's doing now. Actually, 90% of that's bullshit, uh, but he does work with an awesome nonprofit that takes uh, veterans sailing around the world and or sailing wherever the hell they are, and they're all over where there's ocean, I guess. Uh, and Rick. <laughs> Rick is how I got introduced to Ronnie because my wife said, "Hey, did you know Rick's working for a nonprofit?" I was like, "No way!" You know, and because uh, Rick's you know not the smartest guy in the world, and uh, so I was like, "How come he hasn't reached out for us to promote him?" But uh, yeah, Rick, Ronnie, welcome to the Trash Talk Hour. Uh, tell us what you guys got going on. Yeah, thank you very much, guys. Happy to be here. Um, yeah, you kind of summed it up a little bit, but to give the more accurate version, it's actually based on facts. Uh, so U.S. Patriot Sailing, really cool nonprofit. Uh, basically, they do a lot of stuff centered around sort of veterans therapy and, you know, retreats and all that kind of stuff uh, centered around sailboat racing. And so I've been affiliated with them for a while. And I think Rick's out there in Seattle with those guys, but they do stuff all over the country. 
getting veterans out of sailboats and racing and you get, um, you know, camaraderie, you get mission achievement, you get operational risk management, you get a command, everybody's got a role, everybody's got a place on the boat. And so, uh, yeah, really cool nonprofit. And I'm teed up with that nonprofit. And as you said, I'm getting ready to race a sailboat around the world. Um, so there's this really cool 50 foot round the world racing sailboat that I was fortunate enough to acquire. And we had it donated to US Patriot. And I'm actually out here training as we speak, getting ready for my race in October in Spain. That's awesome. Hey, why don't you try to restart your Starlink and then maybe Rick can talk a little bit more about US Patriot sailing before you get into your race and uh, your, and your marine stuff. Well, how about, would it be better if I just try to leave? That's what then... I mean. Yeah. Yeah. Get, uh, leave and then come back and then uh, Rick, will, Rick will fill your airspace for a little bit. And uh, right, this was, I'll do my best. This, this, no was, this was the course of action in the event that your Starlink went down. Yeah. Yeah. So I got linked up with U.S. Patriot. Shut that damn dog up. We, uh, what was that? No, so shut that damn dog up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, because I had gotten into sailing out here in Seattle after having. Well, now we lost Rick. Wow. Well, maybe this is why we need to donate to U.S. This is why we don't have like Marines on that often either. Cause they just yeah, exactly. They can't figure anything out. So he's it's still talking. Marine. It's the other Marine. Rick's still talking. I think, I, talking. I think I'm back now. That I can yeah, you are, brother. You are. Yeah, Rick's talking and we can't we're hear him. We're trying to take turns. Eventually, we'll get something productive out of this. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Now, now Rick is going to go off and come back on and we won't be able to hear Ronnie anymore. Yeah. No, you're so good, Ronnie. Ronnie. Ronnie, Ronnie, we got you. Ronnie, you're good, brother. Ronnie, yeah, how long have you been uh, a, uh, a sailing racist? Uh, I wouldn't call myself a sailing racist, but I do race <laughs> sailboats. Um, well, what who racist? What? But you're a race. You you're a sailing racist. I'm not racist. Is that not no 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 no? Like you race. Yeah, I I race sailboats. Okay, yeah, but yeah, we weren't calling you a racist. No, not like that. Like a one, like that. a person who races. Yes, I race sailboats. Race sir. A sailing racer. Yeah. Race sir. Yeah. Let's use that term. Buddy's a dumb army guy. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I've been doing that for about 15 years, man. I got I got injured in Fallujah back over in 2004. I got retired from the Marines in 06. And I think I was in a situation that probably a lot of us can relate to. I was in my early 20s transitioning back into society and I was doing a lot of dumb shit, man. I was riding motorcycles way too fast and I was living a very dangerous lifestyle and I realized I wasn't fulfilled. And so I... Uh, I quit what I was doing in Texas, which is where I got retired out of the Marines. And I moved out to California and I started sailing. And I did, um, yeah, that's about 15 years ago. And I just, I started sailing and I, I eventually did it for my career. You know, I started working in the sailing industry and sailing full time and eventually started sailing professionally. And uh, I've always wanted to race around the world and finally got my opportunity. And so here we are getting ready for that. That's awesome. So what did, what did you, uh, what, what, what was your job in the Corps? I was an 0351 infantry assaultman, and I got cross trained as an 0331 infantry machine gunner. And I was on a I was on a 50 cal machine gun in Fallujah on a Humvee when I got hit. Ah, yeah, I can definitely relate to that. So uh, <laughs> Nick Nick can literally no exactly. pun intended. Exactly. <laughs> how uh, how long how long is a race around the world, Ronnie? Is that like is that like a month, um, a two month job? No, no, it's it's twenty six thousand miles, but by the time you actually sail the course, you'll probably sail twenty nine or thirty thousand, and uh, it should take me about one hundred and thirty days, maybe one hundred and fifty days. So at what point are you the furthest? At what point are you the furthest away from land? Obviously, like for every, anybody that's watching, because a lot of times you're skirting along a coast or whatever of something, but like, you know probably in the Atlantic, somewhere in the middle, like what's the furthest point away from land that you'll be when uh, you're sailing? They, they call it like Point Nemo or something, but basically it's in between Tahiti and Cape Horn when you're, when you're, because uh, when you race around the world on this race, you know, you start in Europe, you go down the Atlantic and then you basically just go, yep. you go around Antarctica. So you go around the three capes. And um, when you're in between, once you're past New Zealand, and headed towards Cape Horn, you end up getting out to this spot where you're like 4,000, three or 4,000 miles from land in any direction. 
Damn. Yeah. <laughs> right now, I'm only about 150 miles away from Bermuda, so I just left the East Coast a few days ago. Oh shit! You about to get you about to disappear, aren't you? Yeah, man. I'm, wa I'm wait waiting for my compass yeah, and my instruments to go all spazzy. <laughs> Yeah, so I don't know. I did, did we get that, Rick's audio back? I think yeah, so. You guys hear me now? Oh, dude, you went on a, a when uh, when Ronnie went off, you went on a huge tangent that nobody could hear. Like nope. it was, yeah, was perfect. <laughs> it was fantastic. Like whatever you said, nobody got it. But uh, awesome. yeah, Ronnie, uh, talk a little bit more about uh, the U.S. Patriot sailing again, and like how do people get to it, and how many like, do you know about the ins and outs? Like how many how many like uh, veterans do you take out? uh is it like a waiting list or? yeah 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 like i said you know there's there's a number of different uh veteran sailing related nonprofits out there and all of them are a little bit different and one reason i'm so aligned with us patriot is they really focus on sailboat racing and they do other stuff as well but they really do focus on sailboat racing and and like i said there's so many um so many parallels between military service uh, and racing on a sailboat, you know, it's sort of that like embrace the suck mentality. Uh, you go out there and you're in super shitty conditions. You're cold, you're wet, you're hungry. You're basically eating MREs. And, uh, but you got to kind of embrace that. That's what you do. And, and you actually find, you find joy, you find therapy in that, but you're also with your brothers and your sisters. And, and, um, and again, there's that sort of, there's that goal, like a big race, and then you'll work up to that and you get a lot of, a uh, feeling of accomplishment when you achieve that and uh or if you don't you know you want to go back to the drawing board and come back stronger and do it again and so I mean, there's, there's a lot of uh i think parallels between military service and like offshore racing or engine racing but um yeah usbc again they focus on like more racing so they've got a handful of racing sailboats in maryland and san diego and i think they got something going in seattle with rick and they're kind of around the country but pretty much based in maryland and really, really cool nonprofit. And um, you know, with this particular campaign, I I've been wanting to race around the world for a very long time. I got that opportunity last year, and this boat basically this boat found me, not the other way around. And when this whole thing came together, I was like, hey, I want to team up with U.S. Patriot Sailing so I can make this make some kind of difference and actually promote a cause I I believe in, and also be able to raise 501c3 charitable dollars. And then in the end, it just made most sense to actually have the boat donated to U.S. Patriot. So now U.S. Patriot actually owns this 50-foot race boat that I'm out here selling. Oh, very cool. And mm. so, like, when I get back from my race, we're going to have one of the fastest whips on the East Coast. So we can take on some big, big East Coast races and, um, yeah, and probably make, probably go make some noise, you know. But U.S. Patriot's a really, really cool nonprofit. they got a number of boats. and. They do some pretty big regattas and they really create more importantly they create some awesome experiences for veterans that really need that and it's it's been a really cool nonprofit to be a part of and and as someone who <clears throat> came back from iraq and went through this very difficult period in my life i can really uh, like I, I credit sailing with saving my life you know when i started sailing it totally turned my life around and i've had a very rich and rewarding life ever since then and did uh, you have any sailing experience before that no no absolutely okay. not yeah. Awesome. So that's a good message out there to the people yeah, watching. It's like, you know, when something, when like something what happens to Ronnie or to most of us, uh, you know, who have, you know, been in some serious combat and, or I suffer from PTSD from multiple other things that happen in your life, you know, you might, you got to get out there and try something new. Find a hobby, find something to, yeah. And, yeah. and you know, there's so much out there for, there's so much to just getting out in nature, you know what I mean? And, and whether it's some type of, Whatever that is, whether it's exercise, which can be in a gym or it can be outdoors, but getting out and doing something is just so critical. You know, whether it's some type of sport, some type of team, sailing, nature, etc. Yeah, and like you said, if you don't like it, then go try something else. You know, but you got to you got to yeah. get out of your comfort zone and go try something new. And real quick, real quick. Yeah. So the way oh. for veterans to get involved is for them to sign up on like through uspatriotsailing.org, and that's where they're like running the teams where they're able to sign up for the events with all the details of like, okay, where to be, what to bring pretty much like nothing because us Patriot sailing provides all of the PFDs and like offshore sailing gear provides the boat. I got certified as a sailing instructor. If a veteran really picks it up and they love it, 
we can pay for them to get certified as an instructor. Then now they can charge money once they have enough days at sea to become a captain's license. And now they've got a job and or help. Then they can take out a crew and I don't have to be the one on the boat all the time. So there's definitely like room for a veteran to run with it if they like me and Ronnie. Yeah, can you can, can you talk about real quick where the chapters are? Because we got Bobby in the chat. He's super interested already. He's in South Carolina. Yeah. I know you guys mentioned the chapter in several states, but do you guys have a chapter specifically in South Carolina or does he just do what you just explained and go on the website? And yeah, I'm trying to start one up now in Seattle. We did get someone to donate a boat, but this freaking Yahoo lost the title. So... He was a raging gambler, lost it in a poker game. Yeah, yeah, probably. Probably. And now I'm holding on to someone else's property. So if someone wants to donate a boat. You know, on that that note, though, USPS does a lot of really cool stuff in a lot of really cool places, but we don't have anything specifically in Charleston. But what I will say is that there is a big military-friendly sailing community in Charleston. And there are some other opportunities for that veteran if he wants to do a, just a little bit of research. Uh, they're, they're, they just had a big military salute regatta like a week ago. Um, there are a ton of opportunities. And, and I think that really that, that goes for, for anywhere in the country and, and not just U.S. Patriot, not just, with, you know, there, there's stuff out there everywhere if you want to if you want to seek it out. And sailing is uh, it's a really cool and oftentimes overlooked sport that, that a lot of vets are doing and a lot of civilians, too. But it's um, it's a. There's definitely opportunities in Charleston if he looks for them. Hey, and then yeah, good point, Ronnie. And then and so Ronnie, uh, in that I'm trying to think about ways that you know maybe we can help raise some money for the what during your uh, efforts on this race. Are you is do you are you on the water for the entire time or do you dock? A certain no, so the race I'm doing is called the Global Solo Challenge. It's a new race. Uh, my start is on October 28th over in Spain. And it's a single-handed race around the world without stopping. Uh, you are allowed to stop if you have to. Stuff uh, keeps on shooting. Competitors will keep on sailing. Um, but um, yeah, I'm going to be on the water for like 130 to 150 days straight. And uh, right now, I'm doing my 2,000-mile qualifier. There's a there's a rule that says you got to go do a 2,000-mile qualifying sail before June 30th. So I'm knocking that out right now. And then we'll be up in Maine and doing a bunch of work to the boat, and then um, over to Spain in like August. So I'm well, you, and are you doing this by yourself, or do you have anybody with you? So solo, solo, solo. like Han, solo. by yourself. Oh <laughs> no! But I got yeah, the yeah. I got the support of all you knuckleheads back home, right? Each, yeah. So and like, then is there any way for like people that are watching to like track it obviously well, that's what, that, Dave, that's, what yeah. that's what i was getting yeah. at so like yeah. are you gonna gopro it and then are you gonna upload like can you upload that stuff to us or send it to an email to me and then i can be like hey this is what we got ronnie he's currently here you this know be so and, much fun to track yeah man you know, yeah so like, so during during the race uh like i said again um the race starts this fall so during the race, there's going to be a lot of stuff, a lot of ways you can track it. You'll be able to track it on an app on your phone even. It'll be super easy. So you can learn more about that at globalsolochallenge.com. But then I have a website, which is ronniesimpsonracing.com, R-O-N-N-I-E-S-I-M-P-S-O-N, racing.com. And if you go there, uh, yeah, you can get all the information. But honestly, the best way is Instagram, Captain Ron underscore official. And with my with my Starlink and everything, yeah, I'm I'm like constantly providing content from out here on the ocean, and I've got a number of sponsors and corporate sponsors and sailing related sponsors and all this. So I got to try to create content and keep those guys happy as well. But yeah, there's a million ways to follow if you go to Instagram, website, etc. Yeah, we'd love to talk a little bit more after a show about this because, it, like Nick just mentioned, like be awesome to like post some videos and stuff and like just real live stuff that you're you know witnessing out there. And yeah, that, that's dope, man. I love it. That's pretty awesome. I'll give yeah. you guys a little view around right now. You can see her. Well, another another big flex. Yeah. Uh, you see, you seen a lot flex. of sharks oh, out yeah. there, or you know, running the, depending you on where Moby you're Dick? at. Yeah, yeah, whales. Well, they're they're. I saw it on Joe Rogan. There's right, an area. Like, there's an area where whales are actually taking down boats now. Yeah. And Orcas. You know the, yeah. You know what the shitty part is? That is happening literally where my race starts and ends. <laughs> 
Yeah. <laughs> like, like literally, I, orcas are literally attacking boats. Like it's only yeah. a one specific. I saw that, and I'm like, and I googled it, and researched it a little bit, and it's like literally they're like training each other to take down fucking boats, which they usually don't do because they're usually friendly as fuck. Probably <laughs> Russian they, orcas. <laughs> they started doing it a few years ago. Russian trained orcas yeah. trying to fuck with our boy. Yeah. The uh, so I have a I have a couple questions, Ronnie. What is uh, what's the longest race you've done to date? Mm-hmm. Uh, the longest race I've done is I, I've I've raced to Hawaii six times, which is over two thousand miles. Um, and I've done several yacht deliveries that were not races, but just relocating a boat. And those yeah. were two or three thousand miles. But I've never sailed around the world. But I have sailed between I've sailed between Hawaii and the mainland of the U.S. nineteen times. Um, so I've done <laughs> a, a lot out in the ocean. I've been between Hawaii and Fiji four times. I've done racing in Australia and New Zealand and yeah, all over the place, but this will be my first round the world race. And you yeah. were just a basic infantry guy in the Marines fucking 20 years a, ago. A dumb. How hard can the Navy be if a two infantry dudes can do it? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, a very good point, hey, man. I have, Ronnie, I have another <laughs> question. Do we need to go to the patriot.org um, to give money to get uh, Rick the rest of his hat, like the top part? Can we? Is there a GoFundMe, or is it no, just? No, I'm a visor guy. I'm a visor guy. I think I think he's know, making a fashion good. statement, but yeah, you it's can a it's a bad trips. statement. It's a you horrible can, statement. You can yeah. Trips, uh, you, go to uspatriotsailing.org, and you, if you hit donate, you can like select Team San Diego, Team Seattle, Team Maryland, my campaign, etc. Of where you want it to go. Yeah, I specifically want him to get a hat, a full hat. <laughs> Put that There's in. Too the much middle. freedom. Full His hat. hair has too much freedom on top. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying hold on. Okay, I'm trying to hold on. I'm trying to express what hair I still have. Now, wow. No. Damn. That's why he stopped. <laughs> what the fuck hat. just happened? He hey. hair off the top. You think you think with that you would definitely cover that from the sun. Oh, oh, oh my god. Shit. I'm just trying to let it breathe, man. Yeah. Hey, but hey Rick, I am curious. Um <laughs> I am curious because you went on that rant and you seemed super motivated. Like I got to Maybe can you give us maybe like half of it? Like what were you saying? Yeah. Oh, I was saying like how I came across the sailing here. I had to move out here to follow my kid and then bought a boat, taught myself how to sail. And then once I was able to leave the dock and come back solo, like <laughs> the bare minimum Ronnie does every day, I was like super pumped to try and get everyone else I could like a veteran to feel that and like there's a moment I almost had to live in my house or like I almost had to live in the boat for a bit I didn't have to but that was nice to know that okay hey I got this boat and if I wanted to I could piss off into the sunset like Like, literally literally yeah (laughs) but awesome that's awesome man fun shit right here yeah yeah, well, yeah, that was that was the motivation for trying to do the. I was going to do a five one C three myself and try and like reinvent the wheel, but then found U.S. Patriot sailing on a dude, YouTube uh, rabbit hole. I, I started and reached out, and it was money. I started uh, sailing nonprofit like seven years ago in San Francisco, and it was so much work, and it was so expensive. And it was like, it's so and hard. then and it was just like, why am I trying to reinvent the wheel? And then I had kind of done a couple things with a couple different nonprofits, but Peter. And great guy and i just aligned with those guys and i'm like i'm just gonna team up with you guys because having your own nonprofit is insane because if the goal is helping it's if, hard if the goal is helping veterans you know you want to alleviate yourself of all this bureaucratic nonsense and just join forces with somebody else yeah good segue into what we do here at veteran trash talk with the veteran trash talk hour is you know we understand how hard it is to run a business because we are a for-profit one and we have you know talked about a bunch of times that you know, nonprofits still have to make money, right? It's just a different class. So all you yep. morons out there, they're like, I can't believe they're taking all the money. They got to make the money. They still got to pay people. They got to, they, they got, they got to have boats, you know, they people got to eat and shit, you know? So it's like, it's, it's okay to, you know, to make some money as a nonprofit. Uh, obviously we're not talking about the ones that are, you know, immoral and criminal, but uh, you know, it's okay. <laughs> It's okay to give it's okay to give money to a nonprofit that actually goes to feeding somebody who's running the nonprofit. That's fine. You know, they 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 get the they want to go to sleep in a house as well, not just a boat like Rick. Uh, but no, we like to promote net veteran nonprofits because 
they're hard to run. They're hard to do. So any extra promotion that we can do, and the best thing that we can do online is what? Like and share. Yeah. Right? Like and share. If it's a veteran-owned business, share it. Okay. And I'm going to give a big shout out to one of our previous guests just recently is uh, Hirsch. You know, and she does that every week. She puts it together. Here's the veteran pages that I follow, and she shares it out. So if you don't follow the her shit show, uh, it's uh, it's really funny, and she's really funny. <laughs> it is, yeah. and, and she and she does that. She does that for us. She puts us on there. She puts every every page she follows. So, yeah, that's uh, that's great, Ronnie, that you got that going on. And uh, Rick, it's always good to see you. Uh, oh man, Rick and I got some stories, man. Ooh. Okay. Hey, Ronnie, I, I got another question. It took Ronnie. me a sec to actually realize which Rick this is. Ah. You're, are you kidding me? Anyway, yeah. hey, yeah. Ronnie, I got a question. I'm not. Hey, what is a day in the life of around the world? I mean, I got it. Like like Rick was talking about leaving Doc, coming in Doc. That's going to be a little bit different. But like, sure. what does a day look like if you're sailing by yourself, like say 100 days in? Are you sleeping like 10 hours and then getting up and like, Checking some instruments and going back and chilling out, watching some Netflix. Like, yeah, like who are you talking to? You're by yourself, you know. Like, yeah, what's the day like? Mine too, I mean, man. You're mine. Yeah. And and until until literally last year with space or Starlink, it was a lot different out here. Uh, it's kind of a game changer to have this kind of connectivity out here. But for the most part, you know, you're just always sailing the boat, and you're always just trying to keep your boat speed up just keep the boat going in the right direction so you've got to be following the weather super closely and you know in sailing you can't really emphasize how important good weather is so having said that if you can navigate properly and find the good weather and go the right way that's super critical so you spend a lot of time looking at weather and making decisions but you spend a lot of time just adjusting sails you know if it gets windier you put up less sail smaller sails if it gets more like light wind you put up bigger sails more sails and if the wind is behind you you put up different sails versus if the wind is in front of you and so you're constantly just trying to handle the boat and just keep the boat moving and there's going to always be some kind of like running repairs there's always something that needs to go on i mean even right now i've, I've got to go mess with something i just figured out i gotta go mess with something as soon as this is over um and it's just it's just yeah. a constant just don't a constant die battle. don't die like, yeah like it, it, it's just constant, so you really gotta love it. And obviously, you, gotta, you do some sleeping, but you sleep in segments and you sleep when you can, because sometimes you don't really have that luxury. Um, you know, right now we're in between two weather systems. It was blowing from the northwest for the last couple of days, but now it's switched around and it's going to be going from the southeast. So the wind died in between. So we just got out of the no end, and we're just starting to get into this light headwinds right now. And so. I'm you just, do you have anything on the boat? Like if uh, like there's an emergency, like say the, the wind dies for like a little while, is there like an auxiliary motor or like <laughs> you pull out, you push a button and like some foot pedals come out and you just like, <laughs> like paddle no, it? No, you've, you, you've got a diesel rolling, motor. buddy. He's rolling. Yeah. <laughs> you've, you've got a diesel motor, but you're not allowed to use it during a race. Yeah. So you can use it for emergencies. Like if you, if you dismast, like if your mast comes down and you got a motor into south africa or something you know you can use your motor obviously for that because you're retiring from the race at that point um and you can use your motor to spin an alternator to charge the batteries but you're not allowed to like put the motor in gear and actually motor during a race but yeah the boat has a little three-cylinder diesel engine it's basically like a little it's basically a little tractor motor man it's a little 20 horsepower diesel motor three-cylinder real simple real reliable yeah are you avoiding any like pirate areas like around somalia and stuff yeah, we're not going anywhere near pirates, man. Um, people always ask that. Like, I mean, it's a legit but, question because what's the no, name no? It's a it's a really le it's a really legit question. Most most piracy is somewhat localized, and it's usually closer to shore for the most part, and in, in in the Red Sea. And we're not really going that way. Um, what's uh, hey, Ronnie? What's your? I'm more uh, worried about those fucking orcas than I am. Uh, <laughs> what's uh, what's you, your man. favorite? What's your favorite letter, Ronnie? Favorite letter? Letter of the alphabet. Fucking dad joke. Uh, <laughs> is it is it the R or is it the C? 
Armighty. But he's like, there will be a time where I can use this joke. I know there will be a time where I can use this joke. He just made Buddy's day. Like he's he's happy for the rest of the day. He might have made his. made his next six months. Ronnie, do you go? You go. Do you go swimming at all when you're out there, or do you just say fuck that? I'm not. You know. I mean, very, very rarely. Very, very rarely. I mean. It's almost like the number one thing is just try not to leave the boat. When you yeah, yeah. <laughs> probably not do that, right? Yeah. So even, yeah, it's tempting to jump in sometimes, but when you're by yourself, man, the less you can leave the boat, the better. Yeah, now, obviously you're leaving out of Spain, uh, but have you ever uh, docked and sailed out of Europe before? Yeah, who still is asking in the chat, chat, what's your wildest story if you've ever docked somewhere in Europe? Ooh, I've, I've done some sailing in Europe. Not a ton. I've done I've done most of my sailings in the Pacific. I've been based in California and Hawaii for the last 15 years. So I've done most of my sailing out there. Um, uh, wildest stories. My first boat, my very first boat I had, I ended up uh, losing the boat at sea and I ended up on a freight ship and I ended up in China and then I bought a bicycle. <laughs> what? Around the world. You need to elaborate a little bit more on that, man. And you so, bought a bicycle and did what? <laughs> So this has been written about quite a bit, um, but my very first boat back in 2008, I was sailing again by myself. I don't know why. I had other people that wanted to go, but I went <laughs> solo to Hawaii and I didn't make it. Um, I got into some really bad weather, broke some major stuff on the boat, and I ended up uh, kind of pulling the ripcord. And I ended up getting onto a freight ship and losing my boat. And I ended up in China. And Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. And then I, I bought a bicycle and I spent seven months riding 10,000 miles through 21 countries. <laughs> I finally made it home and I've been sailing full time ever since then. That was back in 2008, 2009. So you, you wrecked the boat, ended up in, you know, communist China. And we're like, you know, roll through I'm, multiple countries over there on a bike. No, no, I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna pedal my way to freedom. Pretty much. That's Pretty much. Awesome. I wasn't, I wasn't done traveling yet. I didn't want to go straight home. Yeah. So maybe you could handle stepping in dog shit, but I still don't like dog shit, man. <laughs> See, it still pisses Ronnie off. So I, I but, still don't like dog shit. Well, hey, let's uh, let's spin off to the AAR here so that uh, Ronnie can go fix his boat so he doesn't end up in friggin' China again. Yeah, right. So, buddy, yeah. that's on you. There's uh, there's so much to cover. There is. This like, is fun. There's, there's, we, yeah. We're gonna start off with Dave's the uh, dumbest story. That's the dumbest news story I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> I've never seen anything. I'm to be Bay fair, Bay. Chris actually pulled that video, and it I'm wasn't even Bay, my idea. Was, He's talking about the story itself. I was disappointed in the news story that it wasn't in Alabama or yeah. like here in Tennessee or something. Because then at least it would have been entertaining because when they got there, they have walked out of their trailer and been like, no, nah, man, there it was. There was the I swear to God, man, I Holy saw this shit. thing. About I was at, feet tall. I'll tell you what, I walked up to him. I'll hand him a bush light. He said, I don't drink this shit. Give me a yeah. cool. I was like, hell, you ain't alien to me, dog. You family. <laughs> <laughs> That I didn't enjoy about well, I didn't enjoy the story, but it would have it could have been a lot better in a lot of different ways. And we don't know what happened in Vegas because nobody, not even the guy standing there, knew what happened in Vegas. So of course we have no idea. Vegas? It's like a black hole of like what happened. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And if it didn't okay. happen on Fremont Street, it didn't happen anyway. Um, but the uh, <laughs> out that the die that I didn't even know the Dalai Lama touched children. I had no clue. Oh God! Yeah, you need to watch. That was strictly a Catholic deal, but no, that that legitimately (laughs) happened. Not so. Watch out! Um, Don't 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 get in with that. And then uh, (laughs) uh, we got we got Ronnie and Rick on. Uh, Rick O'Melly Mel, one of the one of the dudes from the eighty second. He knows how to take his boat from the dock and uh, and put it back on the dock. Apparently, by myself. By the limit dog. of his solo skill set while we have Ronnie who's sailing around the whole fucking globe. Which is going to be weird for you because apparently it's also flat. Watch out for that end part. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We, got, we didn't ask him about Antarctica, man. Yeah, that yeah. last step's a doozy, Ronnie. Yeah, the ice wall. The ice wall. <laughs> in, in an ice wall. It's what, what people tell me. 
Anyway, yeah. <laughs> uh, but you can uh, you can donate to uh, Patriot.org and, and or PatriotSailing.org and get uh, get Rick the top of his hat so he doesn't get sunburnt. On He's his, a hair sponsor. On his hair, can grow his back hair. hair yeah. Yeah. That's what we want. <laughs> uh, but uh, but you can also follow uh, Rick as he uh, sails by himself around the entire earth. Which you is mean insane. Ronnie? I don't know that Ronnie, I've ever Ronnie. been. You mean Ronnie? Ronnie buddy. and Rick, it's two I've R's. Two R's. Anyway, keep track of him as he goes around the uh, the whole globe. That's the that's the entire earth. If you didn't know. Ronnie, last words, brother. Uh, just thanks for having me on. Thanks for having me on uh, the show, guys. Nice to meet you. And, uh, yeah, look forward to seeing this online and hopefully following you guys around the world. Let's catch up when I'm actually doing my race. Hell, yeah. We will. Yeah, that'd be awesome. We, we, we will help you as much as we can, Ronnie. Yeah, 100%. You. Yep. Hey, that was another great show. It. Amazing dumpster fire. For anybody that missed it, go to veterantrashdot.com. There's all the links to Spotify, Apple Music. Uh, YouTube, you can rewatch the show. If you're interested in some of our merch, this is my favorite shirt. Quit being a triggered pansy, okay? It applies to everybody. Uh, go to shop.betterandtrashtalk.com. Buy a shirt, support the cause. We love all of you. We'll see you next week. Boom. Boom.